0: Clinical Clinical Clinical
1: Population Population
0: Clinical
1: Population
0: Population Clinical
1: Population Hi I'm Gabby I'm Allison. I'm Mike. And welcome to
2: Clinical Clinical Populations. Populations.
1: Introducing
0: music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy.
1: And we're introducing a new co-host, Mike Sanders. There you go. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Well, I like long walks in the park, (laughs) pina coladas. Um, You want the the Eagles? I love the the Eagles. All sports. Well, all Philadelphia sports. (laughs) All right, so so I'm an assistant professor at Texas Women University and coordinator of music therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, Clinical experience. Um, So I started off working with developmental disabilities, a residential facility, Philly. Then I worked at a heart transplant unit for three years. We started a program there. Um, Then I went to private practice, I got into GIM. Uh, and then, variety of things. You know, private contracting a little bit. And then I got a job working with child welfare and foster care kids. And I was a clinical director for eight years. Um, yeah.
0: Lots of different things. I guess so, yeah. 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 I didn't know you did GIM professionally. I don't know why I didn't know that, but...
2: Well, I, um, I almost finished. I stopped... When I started working full time with with the kids, and I started doing GIM with them, and it, they started to dissociate, yeah. and uh, I learned reflexivity, not a mistake. Mm-hmm. I learned that didn't work. Yeah, so I didn't finish the training. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, it's funny because uh, you mentioned that because I was having a conversation earlier with a practicum student about. GIM and how I want to use it but that I was afraid to use it with the clients that I have because you just don't know like yeah. is it going to work can There's they, can they versions, do that yeah yeah Yeah. so um,
2: interesting i <coughs> I'm sorry I did a lot of training outside of music therapy gestalt training yeah, I did yeah. trauma focused oh. cognitive behavioral therapy uh-huh. uh, although not a big CBT here um Psychodynamic training, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So other things too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've looked into DBT a lot lately. Just. Good. I liked both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was working
2: with uh, borderlines and cutters. Yeah. I I looked at that and EMDR for yes, a bit. Yes, I, I
0: thought about that for a little bit. Yeah.
2: Um, but ultimately it becomes integrative. You know, mm-hmm. you meet the needs of the client. So. Right. Yeah. Lots of training. Yes. Lots oh of yeah. 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 Lots of lots of training. Yes. Studying. Cool.
1: Yeah. Well, that's great. Today, we are going to be listening to Justice Part 2 by Ms. Nomer, featuring Linka Fanka. Sorry if I butchered your name. (laughs) Um, And they are an ensemble from Athens, Georgia. So, enjoy!
3: For whom is it constructed? The mightiest, the millionaires, the lowly and the luckless. What is justice? For whom is it constructed? Is it for healing the hurting or dealing sucker punches? Take for example Fernando. He works his ass off from nine to five at the planters to keep his finances handled. Here's mysterious voices that tell him he should kill himself, but otherwise he's doing find A pretty brilliant bill of health. A daughter on the honor roll, his heart and soul. A goddess, so he calls her when he's almost home. All signing his Honda with a wanda marijuana smoke. Just trying to cope. It's what he tells the officer who stops him while he. Is on patrol But we know how that saga goes If you trust fun, then it's just fun Yeah, we know how that saga goes If you check's bounce, it's cuffs on So now he's in the system And his sisters and his aunties are looking after his daughter And he wonders how they're going Voices used to whisper, now they start to scream Needed to see a doctor and not a box A cinder block of concrete But they tell him that it's justice But they tell him that it's justice the hell and none its justice. What is justice for whom is it constructed? The mightiest, the millionaires, the lowly, and the luckless. What is justice for whom is it constructed? Is it for healing, or hurting, or dealing sucker punches? Dealing sucker punches.
1: that was justice part 2 by Miss Nomer um, again it's a band from Athens Georgia which is actually where um, I'm from well not Athens I'm from Georgia
2: <laughs> REMs from Athens
1: oh yes they are from Athens there's They're a lot REM of good yeah. there's a lot of good bands from yeah. Athens yeah um, so, yes yeah
2: yeah
1: it's just a great place yeah, for great music Moscow. yeah great yeah Um, We're actually going to be featuring another artist from Athens in a couple of weeks as well. So, yeah. Um, Anyways, misnomer. So, I found out about them because my good buddy from high school is actually their keyboardist slash one of their composers. Um, Matt Vu, shout out. What's up, Voodoo? (laughs) Um, I still call him that after all these years. It's great. (laughs) Uh, So, we were in like all the ensembles together in high school, like... Marching band, concert band, jazz combo, jazz band, Um, and I played all the bands. bands. Band geek. Uh, I was a whole band geek, total band geek. I am so proud of it. (laughs) But but, uh, when we were in jazz band, I played, like, we would both play keyboard, so we'd switch off on songs, but then also sometimes we would, like, collab, and, like, I'd play synth, and he'd play the actual piano or vice versa um and i was always so jealous of his piano skills cuz like he was just like a natural at jazz whereas i really had to like work at it and like i mean i think the only reason why i was accepted like in the audition was because i knew how to like read chords <laughs> like um and then i worked hard so it was like okay um but he was just like always like really good at it um and then uh he went to, into music education i went into music therapy um but it's Really cool to see how like we've both grown within music and like writing music and stuff um, so, yeah, that's my connection to misnomer, um but what would you guys think of the song?
0: I liked it. um I don't know what the the musical introduction. I guess I didn't expect how heavy the lyrics were going to be. um, I really didn't know I guess what to expect, but um. It, definitely when I was tuning into the lyrics I was like oh wow this was not what I intended <laughs> like I didn't I just didn't know that that was gonna be the lyrical content
2: um it's got a nice soul feel to it an old 70s soul um I could you know we are Chicago. Chicago but that's yeah but that's more like Earth, Wind & Fire but like Booker T MGs yeah. and even like um I can Tina with the the band, you know. Mm. Um Yeah, it's funny. I you know, when being a therapist, and you look at music and you analyze it certain for a ways. And I'll I've already analyzed it existentially from a standpoint of when melody's fixated, it, it's an obsession and and um or a fixation on something. Mm. And that really matches cuz it's really a fixated melody and beat.
0: It is, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, yeah. and the beat and all that so it's a real ex- existential phenomenon when when melodies are, are disjointed or different then it, it's meaning that the issue is is fragmented right. but when it's really clear and really rep- repetitive like this it really means it's kind of this idea that's this fixation on this problem which is makes sense mm. so I think about all those 70s and oppressive stuff and, yeah. and the music's fantastic and it's simple. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, my bigger, you know, funny. Sorry, I'm going off the tangent here. Oh, sorry, I'm going off the tangent here. Um, is the problem with this is that this is a profound statement on the justice system. But music therapists working in the justice system don't allow their clients to express like this, either because the clients, or the inmates, whatever, um will lose privileges as they find out but they can't express because then they're already in the system and it's mm. bad behavior. Oh yeah. it's a And it creates a cycle and I've argued about this with swearing in music and yeah. violence in music yes. and I, I've argued this a lot especially as working with child welfare. Yeah. You know, um, that it's really striking that we're still afraid of people speaking their mind. Yeah. yeah. So the singer can do it but the people that it's about can't. Mm-hmm.
0: I actually have that problem. I guess it's not a, it's a problem to me. Um, It's because it's censoring your clients essentially. But I have had like guardians tell me that they're, um, you know, that my, my clients, they can't listen to certain music because there's swearing or there's like graphic lyrics or anything like that. And I'm like, you know, if it speaks to them, obviously it's touching them. Profoundly, Like, they want to share this. Why are we censoring them just because they have a disability? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I've never really understood that. I don't know why there's this fear. Yeah, it's a real fear. Yeah. 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 It's protecting, but it's protecting in a negative way.
2: Who's it protecting? Not the client, the person. It's
0: protecting the person that doesn't want their... yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, it's definitely something that I've run into a lot lately that I'm like... Uh, it's this internal battle of, do I do it? <laughs> do I let it happen? Yeah, but, I know. I mean, yeah.
2: And that's a form of systematic oppression. Yeah. In some way, you know, yeah. that society—if this happens yeah. then he'll be judged by it.
0: Right. Why can't we have those conversations? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It reminds me. So there was uh, a really changed my life. This kid brought in a t- song, but I've used it in class. Tupac and Biggie. Um, live to die, yeah, mm-hmm. or die to, yeah. to live, yeah, 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 yeah. Great song. I mean, um, it's a real existential crisis like that. You know, why am I living? You know, when I'm already dying. You know, why am I uh, laughing? You know, when I'm really crying. You know, those kind of things. Those crises of the paradox, and that's what it calls into play here. And how can you really tell that existential crisis, that idea of what is going
1: on, without being honest and genuine?
0: Exactly.
2: You know.
1: Man. one thing that I uh, that struck me when I was like reading the lyrics of the song was um, when uh, he's like so they're telling a story of a guy named Fernando um, and like he's like got this you know working 9 to 5 has a kid just trying to provide but then like it says like um, he's got voices in his head and yeah. so like he yeah and then he, but he uses like weed to cope with it um, and then he gets caught um, and it reminded me of um, when I was working in Acute Psych um, I was doing this session with or I was doing a song song analysis and like lyric discussion so we were listening to um, Doc of the Bay um, and just honing in on the part where it's like wasting time away um, and Uh, I use that as like a launching pad to talk about like coping skills and like different healthy ways to like deal with everything you're going through like here in this hospital, but also like when you get out of this hospital. Um, And so usually it's a pretty good like, or at that time it was like a pretty easy like conversation. Like I'd have everyone list out all the hobbies that they do and we'd write them down um, and then we'd talk about them and what they enjoy about them and how it helps them. Um, But there was this one time where there's this lady who just really didn't want to be there, um, and I got to her, and I was like, "All right, so what's something you like to do?" And she goes, "I like imbibing cannabis." and the entire group just like all hell broke loose (laughs) like one person's like what's cannabis and the other person is like it's weed and then like and then everyone was like chiming in and like half the group was like completely against drugs and the other half was like yeah let's do it um lost total control (laughs) of the group um but i mean seeing this reminded me of that, but it also, like, just made me think of, like, all the things people do to, like, cope, like, with stuff that they're dealing with. Yeah. 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 Well,
0: so... uh, I mean some people view this as like an unhealthy coping skill but what about you know like alcohol or indulging in foods that are bad for you or binge watching Netflix all day or you know like all the
2: oh that is good though
0: I love I love all of those things yeah. but yeah. I'm just like you know it uh, but
2: yeah and, and it reminds me this Fernando story this, if it's real I mean if he's a real guy or if it's a you know a metaphor for mm-hmm. a bunch of people but she she is right the, the problem with that is is you get a young white kid, yeah, joyriding with his friends. You know the cops are using his trust fund, mm. but this guy's coping, and you know maybe he doesn't need help with the, the the voices in his head. Maybe mm-hmm. it can at some points, but how's he going to pay for that? Yeah, health insurance doesn't pay for mental health, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else does he do then? Drugs, psychotropic meds can be really expensive.
0: Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Not
2: harmful, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So. And then you're constantly having to adjust the dose or yeah. having to add a new medication, and it's it's a horrible, vicious cycle. Yeah. And it's no wonder, you know...
2: I mean, is he pulled over? Is he arrested if he's not
1: Exa- yeah.
2: a uh, minority?
1: Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. When you were talking about the the music and how it just like repeats over and over again um one thing was uh, i was noticing was like like the the dissonance between like how chill and like calm it is and then like the rap comes in and it's like fire and like like uh when she's like sucker punches like it's emphasizes that yeah it's really intense so like the the dichotomy between like is that the right word? <laughs> between yeah. like yeah, between like the the music and the lyrics, it's just like it's like a one eighty. Yeah. Um so it, like um it's just it also like further enforces the um the difference between like yeah, if you're like a white kid, like everything's chill. Um but then like if you're a minority, like game over. Um so it's like just yeah, further reinforcing like the the flip sides of the coin yeah well and
0: then at the very end if you listen closely the instruments are isolated like every little line is isolated um there's one that's above another mm. um so that kinda kinda, it kind of just kind of it builds on what you just said um it's like purposefully isolating the lines from each other there's just that space in between yeah, it's like, I think it was a, it was like a tapping sound on top of, I think it was a drum beat. And then yeah, there was that yeah, bass line at the right, end yeah. where it was mm-hmm. even higher in the mix. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the first thing I was like, oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally, it's separating all of those different things from each other. So it could be a reflection on um, race or it could be a reflection on the voices that he's hearing or it could be a reflection on him being separated because he's in... The, in prison you know it could be any of those things
2: yeah does the music match his experience
0: right
1: yeah deep
2: yeah no i think i'm good yeah
1: okay Um, So in session, this song could be used as a literal song analysis like we just did for the past 20 minutes, um, looking at the lyrics and also looking at the music itself uh, for discussion on things like um, social injustice, um, existential crises. Um, discrimination, and a bunch of other things. I mean, as you saw, or as you heard, we were literally all over the place. Um, Another session idea, um, listening to or reading Fernando's story within um, uh, Franca's rap um, and discussing that story could be a prompt for the client to write their own narrative about their struggles um, or issues that they're dealing with um and uh give um, a character and a voice to that um also um, another idea just listening to the music underneath it and discussing it um and like what artists it reminds you of so we mentioned like earth wind and fire um burger t and the mgs um, can be a prompt to just reminisce on um, those types of music um, and also to even uh, recreate some of that. Um, and we're not saying, like, uh, pull out a trumpet and, you know, play those, like, super high wailing notes, um, but, like, you can recreate some of it um, with simpler instruments like melodicas or kazoos, um, or if you're super high-tech, you can, you know, recreate it with samples or... Um, other sorts of, uh, like a keyboard and like plugging it into, um, garage band or something like that. Um, yeah. So, uh, those are our ideas, but if you guys have any ideas, um, of how this could be used in session or if this prompted any thoughts, uh, please let us know, drop a comment and... If you guys want to hear more from Miss Nomer, uh, check them out on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. Uh, if you're in Athens, go catch a show. they I've never been to a show, but from what I've... Like, videos I've seen, it's really awesome. They've got, like, a bunch of horns just all together, really tight. Um, just the entire ensemble is great. Um, and... Um, if you... Want to support the rest of this podcast? Um, you can find us on Patreon um, and uh, support us financially, um, or you can support us just by um, following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or sharing our episodes. Um, and other than that, I mean, if you guys are going to Southwest Regional Conference, we'll see you in like when is this releasing? the end of the month yeah yeah we'll see you soon um mike thanks for coming on
2: thanks for having me
1: <laughs> all right so um we're gonna round it out by listening to justice part two once again by Ms. Nomer. bye bye have fun storming the castle <laughs> <laughs>
3: For whom is it constructed? The mightiest, the millionaires, the lowly, and the luckless. What is justice? For whom is it constructed? Is it for healing the hurting or dealing sucker punches? Take, for example, Fernando. He works his ass off from 9 to 5 at the planters to keep his finances handled. Here's mysterious voices that tell him he should kill himself. But otherwise, he's doing fine. A pretty brilliant bill of health. A daughter on the honor roll. His heart and soul a goddess. So he calls her when he's almost home. i his Honda with a wanda marijuana smoke. Just trying to cope. It's what he tells the officer stops him while he's on patrol But we know how that saga goes If you trust fun, then it's just fun Yeah, we know how that saga goes If your check's bouncing, his cuff's on So now he's in the system And his sisters and his aunties are looking after his daughter And he wonders how they're going he Voices used to whisper, now they start to scream Needed to see a doctor and not a box A cinder block of concrete But they tell him that it's justice But they tell him that it's justice it's justice What is Justice for whom is it constructed The mightiest, the millionaires, the lowly and the luckless What is justice for whom is it constructed Is it for healing not hurting or dealing sucker punches Dealing punches